This is the Architecture and Innovation Podcast by Syraclad, featuring one-on-one interviews with designers, contractors, city managers, and civic leaders, as well as thought leaders committed to sustainability, innovation, and solutions that are attractive, affordable, and create healthy living environments. Our podcast eliminates the challenges, breakthroughs, and proven solutions brought to industries, organizations, and our communities. The Architecture and Innovation Podcast is underwritten by Syraclad. The Syraclad Rainscreen Fiber Cement Siding System, a proven track record of performance in Japan for nearly 40 years. Zero chemicals, triple coated and factory finished color layering. The ceramic and photocatalytic coat provides 365 day self-cleaning and a 20 year fade limited warning. This high performance siding system serves as an honored innovation with parent company Panasonic and Kubota. For more information, please visit Syraclad.com. Today, I'm really honored and uh, really excited to talk today with uh, our guest, Kevin Bagnall, CEO and Chairman of Atlantic Power and Infrastructure Corporation. Atlantic Power and Infrastructure Corporation provides environmental technologies, including converting recycled tire materials into proven sustainable infrastructure products. Its flagship product, FlexiPave, resounding strength, flexibility, and uh, porous nature protects from land erosion as led to its use in high-profile shoreline break walls and other marine and, again, infrastructure projects. You can find them on the web at apaicorp.com. Again, that's apaicorp.com. Kevin, thank you for being here. Really happy to see you. Well, it's nice to be here again, Tom. Uh, like we just uh, expressed our our memories. It's quite a few years since we, you and I last spoke. Uh, I'm I'm yes. going to ask you a question, by the way. How many years ago is this since we last spoke? I believe it's uh, 2017. 2017. Oh my God. So, yes. well, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of water gone underneath the bridge since then, Tom. Uh, a lot of thinking, strong thinking, a lot, a lot of reanalyzing, and uh, a lot of self-analyzing. Put it that way, and 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 we've been faced with some pretty horrendous phases in mankind worldwide, as you know, sure. uh, i.e. the pandemic, and um, and I think that gave us all room and time to rethink and re. Or you go back to default positions in one thought process, um, and to evaluate where one wants to be or what is one's desire to go to in one's career. And now that's a big subject right there. Um, so, Tom, I'll let you start the questions, and then we'll just wing it like we did before. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. Who knows what's going to come out of this, but. We'll just go for it, all right? Thank you very much, Kevin. Always a pleasure to, to hear. I love your initial insight into this. You, you talked about we go into our default positions. Share with that for you and your companies, because as I told you, well, we've talked before our show that I'm, I'm very impressed. You're one of my um, favorite business people because I've seen you take something from nothing into something very significant and, uh, and, and still evolve. And to have the mental, physical, and emotional bandwidth 
to withstand all the challenges and still come out with something spectacular for people is remarkable. And you definitely have that. And I'm not just saying that to pat you on the back. I'm saying it sincerely. Go back to the default positions. Is there a default position that you have that you can rely on that's really strong and, and, and rooted? Yes, I think there is. Um, I think when one looked at sustainability and, and people coin that phrase very often and don't really understand what the sustainable factor is, uh, sustainability to me means it self-sustains itself, uh, not only through repeat, but also through profit dollars to make to enable it to repeat itself and to basically vertically integrate the sustainability factor by creating a new economies, uh, not only of scale, but also economies of income and creating new income streams and obviously uh, lining, up, lining it upwards to uh, the total contribution to the GDP, whether it's a state, country, community or whatever. So my default position is one of which is what did I do with KB Indices? As you know, when we originally met, KB Indices was my vehicle. Um, it was a vehicle that was created from nothing, as you stated, uh, with a, an objective in mind of creating a product that nobody had ever seen before, banks included. So it had to basically sustain itself and create its own marketplace. The product is what enabled that. The thought process is outside of that. And what I mean by that is that the product was the vehicle, but we have to drive that vehicle to where its intended destination is in the sustainable humanitarian sphere or plateau or platform. The product, what it did for me, was gave, it gave me an insight of how to take a product to marketplace, but what it took to take that product to marketplace. Moreover, the fences that one had to get over to get it into the marketplace to educate the marketplace. That takes quite a few years. So my default position was to relook at that process. And there's only much time, you've only got one allocation of time years to if indeed you want to repeat that process, is you can't go down that process again, it's too long. So my default position educated me to the next level of development within that sustainable place, if you know what I'm saying there, Tom. What in your life has enabled you to be so sustainably driven, just even on a personal level, as far back as you can think? Why does wow. sustainability really matter to you so much? It, I think I, there's, a, there's a complicated answer to that, Tom, and then there's a simple answer to it. I think let's stick to, let's stick to the simple answer, shall we? 
um, mankind can, all, can, can only deplete, deplete the, the natural resources for so long, and then they run out. And then where are we? It's that simple. And then where are we? Uh, the the vulgarity of mankind thinking that they can do and do and do and do is absolutely disgusting. When we've got technology that's available to us, that it's uh, not being given a chance because there's certain other barriers of entry, i.e., politics or or monetary values for that matter. But I think that balance is becoming now more apparent. It's becoming imbalanced in favour of sustainability has to reign. Uh, because if sustainability doesn't reign, we're done. It's that simple. And where my mind's at is I had a taste of that by creating, a, as you know, construction product that made sense out of recycled tyres. Not because of any other sort of tree hugging, green hugging, or anything like that. It had, it had to solve a problem, and it did. And is now being used throughout the United States and worldwide. And protecting that more precious resource that is water. And water is our next oil. It's that simple. And because of water, it's related to many different sustainable technologies, all related, all in the same platform. You know, sustainable platform, going from uh, agriculture to stormwater management to you know fresh water, and you're looking at you're looking at the diversifications of weather fronts now that's being caused by climate change. But you know, again, I don't want to get drawn into that sphere of those buzzwords, climate change and this and that. Let's look at the facts. Let's just look at the facts. That's what we need to look at. But let's look at let's look at the increasing problem. The increasing problem is is population. Population is not going down. I mean, it's like a pyramid effect. I mean, we are breeding and breeding and breeding, and we're going to feed it. And there's only such and one allocation of fresh water on the planet. So we need to look at that in conjunction with other uh, juxtaposed technologies that complement the ultimate the ultimate. Um, you know, the goal, the goal is to, to be sustainable. And that's why the Atlantic Power and Infrastructure is formed as a company that gives uh, that, that sustainable technologies platform. I'll give you an example. Am I, am, I, am I on track or am I diversifying? Right on, right on point. Let me give you an example. I was very privileged to be invited to the COP26 climate change conference in, in Glasgow, in Scotland, in, in, uh, last year. And what I saw was it was all busy. And everybody was caught up with the euphoria of it and the magnitude of it. And the politicians had to be there to be seen as doing the right thing for their constituencies. I call it sustainable politicism. Okay, yeah, they have the purse strings, but what they don't have, they don't have the matter of fact of quantified, qualified choice of technologies. They have an abundance 
of options that are being bombarded to them all the time. But do they really have a proper a la carte menu of proven technologies in particular sectors that are all related? No. That's why Atlantic Power and Infrastructure was formed to a degree or reformed to be that focus on providing technological solutions that reverse the effects of a destructive waste products and environment, environmental disasters. And that is why the divisions are there, clearly defined, from agricultural to water to waste, waste to energy. They're all connected. The thing that I realized is that the audience for all these technologies is one of the same. They're all the same decision makers. And they need to be pointed in the right direction to say that this is the right move for the water. But guess what? The agricultural next generation, which is a division that's coming onto the company, next generation agriculture, has the opportunity of bringing technologies that are proven from seaweed, even. Or even algae. The problem with algae is, is, is born out of urbanization increase, population increase to a degree. And we have a solution for that that completely destroys the molecular construction of algae, inclu including red tide. And you're going to see these products come from API, Atlantic Power and Infrastructure Corporation, because it's going to be based on facts. It's not going to be based on conjecture. It's going to be based on common sense, and it's going to embrace the mechanisms and the lanes to do business, not only in the United States, but worldwide. The only thing that changes, and I've said this many times to coin the phrase, is currency, language, and culture. Everything's the same. So my focus as CEO of the company is to produce or should I say, create that platform that gives a choice that are proven. I would have liked to have come to the, the COP27 in Cairo. It's too premature, but we will definitely be at the COP28 in Dubai. Because this platform has to be put into position very carefully and scaled appropriately and educated to the recipients, i.e. politicians, appropriately. That's where I've come from since I last spoke with you several years ago, Tom. And what I learned from KBI, bringing that product to marketplace, that was a very hard road to hoe. I can guarantee you that. But I did it, and I learned from that. Now we're going to get ready to scale in different sustainable platforms. <clears throat> Excuse me. I do apologize. I think I've gone along to your turn now, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Really, really fascinating. You're listening to the Architecture and Innovation Podcast presented by Cereclad. We're talking today with Kevin Bagnall, CEO 
and chairman of Atlantic Power and Infrastructure Incorporated. For more information, feel free to visit their website at apaicorp.com. That's apaicorp.com. Kevin, currency, language, and culture. And why does that matter much to you? And why should it matter to all of us? Well, you start looking at you start looking at, and I am not <clears throat> I'm not going to try and be a professor in that. I'm going to be a layman in that point of view. But the only thing that changes from your from somebody in China or somebody in 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 Belfast or or, or Istanbul is language and culture and currency. But every man. Every woman and every child looks out their door and sees some type of waste from mankind, some type of degradation of the environment from mankind. And if we can turn that into a positive impact to that local area, i.e. country or province or county or whatever, to be to be to the advantage of the local populace to see the merits of proven sustainable technologies to cities and countries worldwide, you know, and put that on a platform so they can choose from that and have the right expertise on that platform to give that technology appropriately instead of trying to make the almighty initial dollar. And let me come on to that. The instantaneous of a sale or the instant of a sale is always captured by the sudden, immediate top-line revenue of said sale, not the residual. Sustainability is very closely related to the residual income, not the instantaneous. Very important. Very important. And the driver needs to be the residual, continual profitability of that sustainable technology, whether it be next generation agriculture, next generation water purification, next generation scrap tire recycling. It has to have a residual profitability behind it, creating employment, new tax base, so on and so forth. Has to have it. If it doesn't have that, it's going to be a fad. It's going to be a political hook for some politician to say, oh, I've got this technology. Here we are. Vote for me. I don't think so. It's got to be residual that benefits the community from a sustainable standpoint. That's what I've learned and how to implement that point of view and the only way to implement that point of view is from having a technological solution sustainable platform why you didn't ask that question yet have you tom hmm. why because when the commodity that is created i.e stock price index going northward because of this tsunami of sustainable residual attitude <clears throat> once it's adopted will be the machine behind this approach 
qualified, proven, sustainable technologies that can be provided worldwide, that can solve the worldwide increasing problem created by population increase, urbanization increase. And what I'm saying there is when the stock exchanges or the stock exchanges, and as you know, the green movement is becoming very apparent, a trillion dollar industry. When that can be commoditized in stock and proven to this approach, the API has, which is the vision of the company, then we start to put, then we start to put them an incredible dynamo behind this, whether it be on the FTSE or the, the Dow, Toronto, Shanghai, or whatever. What did I say earlier on? The only thing that changes is currency, language, and culture. Did I not say that, Tom? Yes, in full circle. Circular, sustainable economy. That is what it's needed, and that's what API is about. That's the vision of API, and that's what we're going to bring to the marketplace. Proven, sustainable, circular economy technologies that have residual, and then on, and then on, and then on. Sound like a politician, don't I, Tom? No, if only they sounded like I'm far that. From, I'm far <laughs> I'm far from <laughs> Anyway, there you go. You, you've, t- you've, t- you've tapped into the, uh, the inside of my mind to a degree, but it's been very complex in there, Tom, to be quite honest with you, but there you go. <laughs> I, I definitely enjoy it. Share, Kevin, with your audience today where your products are used because they're obviously worldwide into, into places of national treasure and, in, and worldwide treasure. Maybe share even a few, some of your favorites, but uh, I think your audience would be pretty uh, uh, wowed. I think I think we've got to look at designation of the marketplace rather than where it's being used. I mean, we've got to concentrate on our water resource, like yesterday, uh, and we've got to con- we've got to concentrate on the the fact that we've got climate change going on beyond belief with the fires, incredible fires that are causing erosion because there's no longer that vegetation to keep all the soils together. And we have technologies that can actually help that. We have some, the next generation agricultural division that's, that's going to come into the company will, will be embracing some amazing technologies, Tom, that actually blow my mind apart with the gelatization of the soils, keeping all the moisture in the soils, even down to sunscreening the plants. And it's not done by any toxicity or any, it's, it's done by natural seaweed, believe it or not. And we have the mm. technology and, the, and, and we have the people that know all about that. But there's another part of the equation. Is you get to, you've got to get the right people on the bus mm-hmm. to know what they're talking about and what they're doing. There's a lot of wannabes and wallabies and frustrated executives out there. Okay? And the problem is, and what I've seen is that there's a lot of these entities grabbing all this low-hanging, sustainable funding mechanisms and so on and so forth. And one of the biggest problems that I see in these massive funds, and I won't name who they are, they, they're all out there, 
the billions and billions of dollars to implement into what we've just been speaking about. But the problem is, is that you're getting the <clears throat> the executive element grabbing all of these funds, and most of the funds aren't getting to the ground to where they need to go because they're too busy paying the high executive salaries mm. while it's going through that process to hopefully get a project in the ground. That's what's different with API. We have projects. We will have projects. And the favorite projects that you're saying, that you've just asked me about, all the projects are favorites. Mm. Whether you're in the jungle or whether you're in depressed areas of Ethiopia, they're all favorites because we can bring technologies to bear predicated on their particular wants and environment. That is the display of the platform that's getting put together. And the products, again, contribute to each other product. In other words, if you have a think tank and you've got a guy's round, a big round table, and one guy's talking about red tide and the toxicity or the airborne toxicity that's caused by red tide because it gets airborne, it's affecting the local real estate tourism. Oh, by the way, we can solve that upstream by another technology that sits on the same round table. You follow? Mm, yes. That's, what, that's the efficacy of Atlantic power and infrastructure. How is this born in, uh, in your mind, in your brain, Kevin, to actually manifest? Because I've seen this happen over and over where you've talked about a product or a problem or a major problem. And then I look and see you've come up with a solution. Like it's just, it's mind boggling. I think one's got to stop the feeding frenzy on the, on the, on the monies that is obviously out there. There's, there's, like I said earlier on, there's billions and billions of dollars, trillions of dollars out there, and we have to stop the feeding frenzy of of pretending to utilize that money to sort a problem out. There's got to be a policing of the of the of the approach to that. And that's what Atlantic power and infrastructure is. You know, a consolidated approach to provide a menu or proven, tested, sustainable technologies to cities and countries worldwide is unique. It's a unique approach that API has. It's, it's that simple. You know, and what amazes me is that the proven technologies are clearly out there, but they're finding it hard to get to marketplace hmm. because they'll go into a dead-end corridor metaphorically and they can't see over the wall but the answer is over the wall <laughs> and that's what API is about I have to say in my own basic terms as you know I'm a coal miner's son which we actually we, we, yeah. we remember that from my last interview <laughs> yeah. but uh, I will tell you this it's uh, I, my mind has, has developed a long long way since we last spoke and I'm, I'm my own worst critic, to be honest. And uh, I say, well, that's not such a good idea, Kev. Why are you thinking like that, Kev, you know? And before you know it, you get the short-time thinkers. thinkers. They take advantage of what you're offering them, and they have a short-term gain of cash. 
in other words, the rip-off, the rip-off merchants, as I say, quote, and they're parasitical upon this new multi-trillion dollar marketplace, i.e. sustainability, green marketplace. Does that make touching sense? On, yes. It, touching exactly on that is that multi-trillion dollar industry of sustainability is, uh, this is my belief and experience, is that you have to have, you, you mentioned here, the right people on the bus. Yeah. That have a, a long-term view. Uh, I'm not, I, I don't think it's a long-term view. In my opinion, it's a, a legacy view, meaning several generations past our own. I don't know if everyone shares that, agrees with it. I do. What's your thought on that take? Okay. My thoughts on that is that there are very, very clever individuals around us, all around us. There's convergent and divergent thinking people. You know what the difference is with that, right? Mm -hmm. Convergent and divergent. You know, and they all slot into one of those two categories. There has to be a mixture of both in any in any sort of business, especially with the business I'm trying to build. And the reason for that, you need a cross-section of opinion that is not, not only by the technocrats, but also from the entrepreneurial mind. Does that technical work in that particular space or does it work vice versa? And the answer is quite simple. And I'll give you an, I'll give you an, I'll give you an example of this. I've spoken to some engineers many, many, many years ago, 25, 30 years ago, when I was introducing FlexiPay, which, which we introduced earlier on. Those engineers are now retiring, playing golf every year, and quite deservedly so. I'm still here for some reason, so, something wrong with my game. That's okay, it's my choice. But the younger engineer is coming up fast. Well, that's not just the engineer. The younger thinking element is coming up fast because they are faced with 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 a, a barometer of the planet that we weren't faced with. So we've got to bring the older element that have got the knowledge and disseminate that through rank and file around that round table. No squares, no corners. They all come to the certain axis point in the middle. And these, this younger element has to be brought into that fold. They are out there. They are out there in the abundance. They, we just got to attract them in to that particular space. But to attract them into that space, it will take a platform like API, Atlantic Power and Infrastructure, to get that type of kindred spirit in there, but get the talent in there as well. So. You, you know, the people on the bus is going to be of a varied age. It has to be. I won't tell you how old I am now, because I'm a bit older than I last met you. But I think I'm a bit wiser. I could have, t I could have taken some short-term financial gains, massively so. But I chose not to, because that is not my path or road where this thing can really go really go. A lot of people will make a lot of good money out of it. But they will also make a legacy out of it. Which I think, good or bad, is more valuable than the money. Because <laughs> you're born with nothing and you fall off the other side of the conveyor belt with nothing, metaphorically. 
Okay. <laughs> Outstanding. You're listening to the Architecture and Innovation Podcast by Clad. We're talking today with Kevin Bagnall, CEO and Chairman of Atlantic Power and Infrastructure Incorporated. You can visit their website at apaicorp.com. Again, that's apaicorp.com. Kevin, what would you uh, like to share with your audience today in our your interview that we may not have touched on? Okay. I thought a lot about this, actually, Tom. We could talk about widgets all day long. We could talk about products, the successes of the product all day long. We could talk about, oh, what this product is going to do for the top-line revenue, net profitability, all day long. What we can't talk about all day long is how to stitch all this together. And that, my friend, is the answer to what we're talking about, is making sure that this tapestry is stitched together with a tapestry of sustainable technologies that are proven and putting it onto one round table platform. And believe you me, I am amazed with some of the technologies that have come to me that I have access to. Even at this stage, Tom, the technology that is wanting that springboard, right, is outrageous or technologies. And we've got access to some of it, not all of it. And I would like to think that what, I, what would I like to get out of this podcast is to send a message over to the people that may be listening is that it's not about the attributes of the product. It's about how does that product get to the advantage of humanity in a humanitarian aspect. Because believe you me, there are a lot of technologies that never make it and they get shelved, which is a shame. So there you go. Atlantic Power and Infrastructure is a sustainable trading proven technology platform. And that's the vision of the business. It will attract the right players on the bus, whatever age, because they all belong on that common bus that everybody can talk to each other and create a better definition to this procrastinating mess that we have out there. That's okay. We can consolidate that mess. I sound like a bit of a professor, don't I, Tom? I'm not real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kevin. Kevin, it's oh, it's it's a real honor and pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you very much, sir. Really. It's my pleasure, mate. Thanks for thanks for hearing me out. And uh, you know, I was it, I was I didn't really want it to be a sermon. I hope it didn't come over as a sermon, but there you go. Oh, this is beautiful. Well done. You listening to the Architecture and Innovation Podcast by Clad. Our guest today has been Kevin Bagnall, CEO and Chairman of Atlantic Power and Infrastructure Corporation. They provide environmental technologies, including converting recycled tire materials into proven, sustainable infrastructure products. The Friarchic product, FlexiPaves, resounding strength, flexibility, and porous nature, protects 
from land erosion has led to its use in high-profile shoreline break walls and other marine and infrastructure projects. In addition to Kevin's very succinct description of Atlantic power and infrastructure, feel free to find out more information at apaicorp.com. Again, that's apaicorp.com. Again, you've been listening to the Architecture and Innovation Podcast brought to you by Sierraclad. Thank you for listening. Cereclad is a high-performance fiber cement siding system in one size with triple coat technology and 365 days of self-cleaning, along with a 20-year fade limited warranty. Cereclad also offers hundreds of design options. For more information, feel free to visit cereclad.com.